Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to On the Flip Side with James Lee and Mandy Nelson. We hope you guys are enjoying your day, your night, depending on where you are. Um, you know, today we're going to try to try to talk about some things that seem to be quite testy um, out in the world. We, we noticed something on the Internet, but... I think I think Mandy, don't you know more about that than I do? Mandy's still under the weather, by the way. So sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah, she's really under the weather. I have to cough. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna make it a thing. Hashtag cough and talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh man. Anyway, it's about uh, the whole fat shaming bit. Um. So. Today, I actually have my laptop so I can pull up people's names and not butcher, <laughs> butcher their names like last time. So it's a comedian, uh, Nicole Arbor. Nicole Arbor. And uh, she's she's put out this video called Dear Fat People. And uh, then, of course, um, Whitney Thor, who is... Uh, star of the TLC's reality show, My Big Fat Fabulous Life, she posted a response. And uh, we just, you know, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Look, I don't know either one of these people. Um, this was my first knowledge of, of either one of them um, in this in this this realm. Anyway, one is fat or, or hefty or chunky or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's the, the TLC chick or lady i'm sorry look you guys might get mad at me because i say chick i i do not mean any offense to any woman at all i'm sorry but you know it's just the way it is i I might say dude i might say bro blame it on the california i'm sorry so i've got manners and i'll try not to do that as much as i can remember to but anyway back to the chick uh (laughs) sorry the lady lady. her name is whitney thor Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um now that's the the one yeah, who's talking about the fat. Yeah, she no, she's the TLC girl. Oh, she's the that TLC responded girl. Responded to Nicole Arbor, who was um, who has been accused of fat shaming, and Nicole says that there is no such thing as fat shaming. That fat people made that up. That is like using the race card with no race. Mm, mm. I don't know how I feel about that, but I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess. Well, I don't know. She, you know, I guess um, people are just thinking, I guess, that she was more mean-spirited, you know, than, than really I think it was because her her overall message was, listen, it's really unhealthy. You have one body, and, like, if you can do something about it, if it's not a medical condition, if it is anywhere in the realms of your control how about like try to fix that and how Mm. about try to lose a little weight and and get yourself healthy so that you have a better quality of life i can see that i can see that yeah Um, and then whitney responded like listen you don't know anything about my health conditions you you don't know anything about what anything from my perspective, what it's like to be overweight. And you say you're not talking about me because you don't talk about people with medical conditions, but you are. 
you are talking about me. Um, and she says, and she says that yes, very much, uh, fat shaming is a part of body shaming. Man, here's all this though. All this shaming, shaming, shame, who cares? Look, if you're over overweight, then maybe someone should shame you. If you're running around here, you're eating and you just keep eating. All right. You may have a problem. You may be upset, you know, about something, but no one wants to see you pass out on the sidewalk or not be able to get out of your house because you weigh 700 pounds. So I think it's our responsibility to shame people for being too fat or for being too skinny for that matter. If you're super skinny and you think you look hot, but you look like a bag of bones, look, that's not cute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is true. The struggle here is true as well because um, – now, I'm not going to call any specific details because I don't remember, but this was just the day before yesterday. A fire happened in a big city such as New York where they have apartment buildings that have many, many floors, like 30 floors. And there was a lady, and I want to say she weighed approximately 600 pounds, and they had to, the firemen had to take her window out and bring her through the window because she couldn't fit through the door. <laughs> now, y'all know that didn't happen overnight. Okay? So this lady, what? She hadn't checked her mail in, like, oh, years? Man. Because she doesn't know. She can't fit through the door. Her apartment building's burning down. The firemen can't get her out. So they have to take out her double window to get her out. Like, that is insanity. Look, for all all of the people. Look, all of the people that are mad about anyone talking about obese people, look, the girl said it herself. If you've got a medical condition, that's one thing, you know, but if you sit here and you continue to eat bags of chips or you continue to eat fried three-piece chicken meals. And have a 12 pack <laughs> for dessert. And, and look, wash it all down with a six-pack of you know, soda. Well, what do you sort. expect? Like, come on. What do you expect? I, look, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, m- me personally, I used to eat bags of chips. I used to drink a lot of beer and I used to drink a lot of soda and whatnot. And yeah, when you're <laughs> not the tallest person and you're weighing 250 pounds, <laughs> that is not good. That is not good. When you walk around and you're sweating just from taking two steps. Not cool. So I'm sorry. Yes, someone needs to tell you, hey, you're a little chunky. You know, that tight shirt you're wearing is not cool. Those tight jeans you thought looked good on you ladies in in the the, the bar and the club and all that. No, <laughs> they don't look good. What yeah. do you call it? Muffin tops and yeah, all that I mean, stuff. Listen, we appreciate the confidence. <laughs> but when you look around and most people don't look like you, you should probably take it off. Unless you're here in L.A., there are a lot of people that might look like you. A lot of people. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's so many people. Yeah. But you um, know the gist of what she's saying is sometimes you don't look good. You may think you look good. And guys, stop. Stop. Please stop hyping up some of these ladies. Right. Please. Don't let, if you're 250, <laughs> you shouldn't own a 2 swimsuit if you are 250 you do not wear bikinis because it's just 
listen, it's really insulting your own intelligence is what it is. It's like, it's like what, an episode of Jerry Springer. It's always the obese or the really just trashy people that were on the show. And we all sat around like Romans, you know, at the Coliseum watching everybody be ignorant. That is what it's like when you walk down the street in uh, a super, super tight shirt and your gut's hanging out or super, super tight jeans and your belly's hanging over. People are laughing at you. They're not saying you look good. So stop it for your own sake or you'll go back and you'll look at that stuff later on. And Well, that's a whole nother segment. Yeah, you'll be feeling really bad for yourself. <laughs> you'll be feeling really bad for yourself going, oh my God, did I actually look like that? You did. You did. You made yeah. that choice on that day. Yeah, but, you know, whatever on that note. We're just trying to tell you, I guess, back to the topic at hand, at hand um, and that would be the whole fat shaming or body shaming and the sensitivity. Why? Why is everyone so sensitive nowadays? I understand. I understand there's some things that maybe you shouldn't you shouldn't say, but this has been going on since the beginning of time, and we call them jokes, talking about someone and something, you know, because it's funny. But now you can't be funny. I don't understand. I don't understand how some comedians, I don't understand how you want to be in this business because you can't do yeah, really, anything. Yeah, it really makes it impossible for me to do a good job at entertaining, which is to entertain and make you laugh and make you escape the world that you live in, you know, and just look at it from a different perspective and find something funny about it, you know, like. I mean, I, because I can tell you, I am the best diet plan. If you just <laughs> let an overweight person go to lunch with me, I will talk and ask them so many questions that they'll never have time to eat. They'll, they'll never be able to get a body in edgewise because oh, I will be, you know, like they're going to have conversation with me. I'm going to make you talk because that's what I do. I love to talk to people. I want to hear your story and all about you. And so I am the best diet plan. Um, uh, well, Nelson is the new Weight Watcher. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So see, I know some of you guys might say, "Well, that's not funny." You know, some people really do have problems. Yes, some people do have problems, and some of those problems are I eat too much. You know, keep your hands out of your mouth. So I understand some things are really, really good. They really are. You know, but whether. Good. Yeah, sometimes. Or get out and be active. That's the thing. If you're going to eat and eat and eat, at least be twice as active. So go outside and run up and down the street or go to the gym and And work out. And listen, I'm not a skinny mini over here, okay? And I'm from the South, and so I'm going to tell you, I grew up fat. (laughs) I mean, I was overweight. Like, listen, let me tell you about my insecurities. I was fat, short. All I wanted was to make cheerleader, which did not happen because in my mind's eye, I was looking really good, like a Laker girl or a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. And man, when I did my toe touch, it was like that slow-mo, me jumping up, hair flying out, toes perfectly meet the fingers, boom, toe touch. No. No, when I watched the video, it was more like a watermelon jumping two inches <laughs> off the ground, okay? No, it wasn't happening for me. It wasn't. 
And so I understand, I know. Yeah. And then I move around, I grow up a little bit, I see, man, everybody doesn't look like this, everybody doesn't eat like this, I need to change some things up. And I'm not gonna lie, it was really, really hard my entire life because it was such a lifestyle that surrounded me. And it wasn't until really I got out here to LA um, and there was so much to do outdoors um, because all my life I'd really also gone to gyms and stuff. And I mean, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say, oh, I was a hundred pounds overweight. No, it was more like, you know, I was more like 40 or 50 pounds overweight and I'm five, two, I'm five, two. That's vertically challenged, condensed <laughs> awesomeness. That's a small person. Okay. I'm short. Um, and so I, you know, I got out here and I just changed some things up and I really got outside and got active and I lost a good 40, 50 pounds. I look so much better. I feel so much better. You know, I remember going to the, the doctor when we first got out here and they were like, yeah, you're on the verge, you're on the verge of being diabetic. And that's when I was like, you know, we've got to change some stuff up and we're not in the South anymore and we are not surrounded and immersed in that, you know, Southern fried lifestyle anymore. <laughs> and um, man, we're better for it. We are better for it. And that is what I, so, so I do say we speak from a little bit of experience. No, you know, I've always been able to fit through my front door, but <laughs> there was a time where, you know, if I didn't put the fort down, my behind was going to be about the size of that front door. Well, we all, again, it's not like we're sitting here and we're judging someone else. I mean, you may call it that. I don't call it that because we are making fun of ourselves, too. She talked about her <laughs> cheerleading or lack of cheerleading uh, skill. And look, <laughs> I was a really, really, really skinny kid with a big head. I mean, I had a big head and a little body. And they just called me bald head. <laughs> and so I understand, you know, I didn't have the finer things. And so I would get joked on in school, you know, for some of the sneakers I wore. Look, I used to wear, and some of you know about this. Some of you may not know about it, but I used to wear the sneakers that were, were plastic underneath the bottom. And so when you went outside, if it were really, really hot, like it's really, really hot out here in L.A. right now, if it were like 98 degrees oh, man, my sneakers were going to start melting to the concrete by the time I got home. <laughs> a piece of my sneaker would be missing. <laughs> so imagine that, you know what I mean? Oh, man, I used to try to hide my feet under underneath the desk because I knew someone was going to joke on me when I got to school. And, I mean, it's just the way it was. You know, I used to wear my jeans and turn them inside out, you know, because I wanted to be the cool kid. And it was corny. You know, I did it because I used to wear the same jeans like two and three times during the week. So, again, it's not like we don't understand. However, we're still here and we're better people for it. It, it, it makes you strive to want to do more. You know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So you need to take that to heart. And that means stop eating your damn self to death, you know, and get out and do something with yourself. You know, look, everyone's not the most beautiful person in the world. And there's nothing wrong with having confidence. As a matter of fact, I think everyone should have confidence. But you also should know when you're probably not going to be on that starting team. <laughs> 
you may make the second string, <laughs> but the starting team is not for everyone. So, I mean, hey, work with what you've got and don't settle to be on the, the end of the bench. Nobody wants to be at the very end where they're just like, oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm on the team. No, you're never going to play. You're, you're never going to really contribute. And that's the equivalent to being obese when you can help it. When you can do something about it, then that's when it becomes your issue. If you can't do anything about it, which I'm sorry, I don't think in today's um, age and society, there's not much that doctors can't help you with when right. it comes to that. Right. You know, so yeah, so unfortunately, you can't use that excuse. Oh, I've got this. I've got that. Get a plan and get someone to help you at least be somewhat healthy. You can still eat fried food if you want. Just don't eat as much. You can still have beer if you want. Just don't drink as much. Yeah, all I'm saying is if your stuff catches on fire, you need to be able to move. <laughs> okay, so just keep that in mind. Whether it's down 50 flights of stairs, just to the garage. I mean, it don't matter, but you need to be able to move Look, if through they, the door. If they, the but they can't method. go through the door. So let's say they got to be thrown out the window into that tarp. Isn't that what they have down well, there? Excuse me, like man. Yeah, you yeah. better pray it's a bouncy See, house. So that's the thing. It's look, lose weight, and and let's stop being so sensitive. That's the biggest thing. We're really stuck on this weight and body shaming thing, but really, it's sensitivity all the way around. There used to be a time when people could tell jokes and people could have a good time and and joke. And, and it's all good. But now, man, you might you might be sued. Someone might sue you or you might have some protesters in, in, in the front of wherever you live, you know, picketing you because you told a joke or because you said something. If you tell a joke at work, man, you better hope that that person really is your friend <laughs> or you might take a visit to the HR. I, I mean, it's really I guess it's really out of hand where everyone is just so sensitive about every single thing. It, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what you should be sensitive about, you're not sensitive about. You know, and that's uh, examples. Well, hmm. These sissy kids. <laughs> these sissy lalas out here. Man, you're going to get us in trouble, man. Just, look, pink, she... You know, pink boys. <coughs> and, I mean, I'm talking about... We've said I mean, before, little, little sissy la la people. We've said before, and let me say, listen, I don't, I ain't talking about sissy la la as in um, gay, homosexual. I don't even care about that. I'm talking about sissy la la. Oh my god, I can't change my light bulb. Can I put a work order in? <laughs> Hell no, you can't put a work order in for a light bulb. Really, no, there are certain things. Crap there are certain things that you should be able to do on your own. And there and are just people these days that cannot do it. And it's because they live, they're going to be like Wally. Have y'all seen the Pixar movie Wally where the people's ankles and elbows <laughs> and all that deteriorate because they sit around and talk on computer screens all day? Yeah, that's going to be y'all. Y'all are going to be like Wally. I mean, listen. She's on her on her. You have gotten her on a <laughs> rampage now because. Hey, listen, adults, children, learn how to do the simple things in life. 
it, like go to the it, library it, and use <laughs> the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> Do they even have the card catalogs? <laughs> Man, I don't look. know, but you also need to look up the microfilm. They don't you know, have the microfish. Is that what it is? Yeah, or they, film, whatever. They don't have that anymore. Well, y'all That's, need to know. No, I think you can't even get that at the Library of Congress. That has been phased out. And I mean, even though they don't, well, <coughs> they don't use floppy disks, but people need to know what a floppy disk was. Look now, now I was talking about something else. You are talking about them not knowing prehistoric methods. Like those things don't exist anymore. The library exist not the dewey decimal system like that's well, almost they, got, they still got the card catalog <laughs> no i'm sure the everything is online and all that stuff listen yeah look they can do everything online and so really what they should do yeah but they need is, to pretend like there wasn't what if online crashed if online crashed well you got a point there if it crashed a lot of people well, that don't know they're gonna be sitting around tweedledee and tweedledum because <laughs> they don't know what to do well, look, if if that, I'm sure that there's something in the archives. Maybe some of these people have family members that keep scrolls. What is it, the old? <laughs> First of all, I'm pretty sure everybody from the biblical days are dead, okay? <laughs> they have already gone to Dante's hell or met the Holy Trinity, whichever one they wanted. Oh, Oh man, you know what I meant. I'm, I, you make me feel like no I don't have a college has, education. No one has scrolls. <laughs> oh, sir, would you send in the court jester in to raise the scroll? Oh man, oh man. Well, I guess what? What do they put him in now? <laughs> the safe deposit box. <laughs> Your instruction for what happens. <laughs> In the event of the Holocaust, or I'm sorry, not the Holocaust, but you know, Armageddon. Armageddon. I apologize. Oh, my Lord. Oh, man. Look, guys, look, make sure you go check us out www.saltandpepperentertainmentgroup.com. Uh, check out some of our picks, um, some of our videos. Or lack thereof, because we don't really have that many. We're but working on it. We're putting them up. We're going to be but, putting them up. Hey, we hope you guys enjoy us. We enjoy talking to you. You know, it's really good therapy uh, for us uh, because it's crazy out here. You know, as a matter of fact, I think I was looking at the news, and I think we had three or four uh, shootings within the span of 10 hours, and I think two or three of those turned out to be murders. So, look. It's crazy out here. That's again, that's another topic for another day. But this just uh, it helps us kind of relieve some of that tension and some of that pressure. We get to laugh and spend some time with people we don't know and, you know, who don't know us. But at the end of the day, maybe you'll say, hey, these guys are funny or you say they're stupid. I, I really don't care. Either way, you're giving us some type of attention. So I appreciate that. I'm sure uh, Mandy does. But yeah, talk, and we'll talk back. I always say talking to live people is better than talking to dead people. <coughs> oh, man, excuse me. Um, again, so if you listen to her, you might, even if you don't like me, 
I'm, I'm more than certain you'll like some of her little crazy, crazy sayings because I've heard many of them. You have not heard the half. But as she says, talking to live people is always better than talking to dead. But you know what? <laughs> what if, so you're disrespecting the people who go to the graves and sit and talk to the to the loved ones. Are you saying that they're not listening to them? So they're just well, really I out mean, there. it's cool if they listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> But aren't people going out there to 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 get some kind of response? I mean, you're not going out there just to lay out, are you? Just talk to yourself. That's... James Lee, you go to a clairvoyant or a psychic to get response. Well, we all know those are dying out. Nobody's going to them anymore. You go to the grave, really, for therapy. For therapy. Okay. Well, people, all you sensitive people who are listening to this, again, we're sorry. It's no, no shot at you, but you can go and talk to your loved ones if that makes you feel better. And uh, because, and I guess in your case, talking to dead people is better than talking to live people. I, no, I'm just saying live <laughs> people talk back. And you don't want, I mean, I don't want dead people talking back, believe me. But what if they've got a good bit of knowledge for you that, you know, you could use? Well, they need to send it in a dream. Well, don't talk to me when I'm talking to you at the grave because I'll pass out. You don't have to bury me right beside you. And then that's no good. But wait, what if the dream is almost like real life? Like like the Scrooge. Didn't Scrooge die from his dream? Or, or he would tiny Tim. <laughs> wait a minute, really? No. Tiny Tim and Scrooge. No one died no. in the Christmas Carol. Yeah, the Christmas no Carol. One died. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord, Christmas Carol. No Look, I get some of these stories mixed up, man. They, they, I, do they even have that in print left? Because I am. No one talks about that. A Christmas Carol. Yes, it's on. It's oh my god, it's in production on stage. On really? they play it on TV every time, like the holiday season. Always, oh. yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Anyway, listen, people. I think our time's about up. Um, again. We thank you for listening to us. Uh, don't be sensitive. Please don't take anything we say personal. Yeah, I love um, all people live and dead. And <laughs> <laughs> I've got oh, man. loved ones. Yeah, we well, we I all do. Say, I should we, say have passed on. But yeah, well, I love them. I love all people. But everybody's got someone that has passed on. Yeah, if you're a passed on, just don't talk to me. <laughs> That's all I ask. I love everybody. Oh, man. Anyway, um, again, we'll we'll see you next time. Uh, See you on the flip side. On the flip side.